Welcome to Nerdables. On this episode, we discuss Amazon's Lord of the Rings, Disneyland tickets delays, and their cussing policy, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 5. Nobody really calls it cussing. Cursing? Cussing? I always call it cursing. Cussing just sounds dumb. Swearing? Yeah, but you can swear in. That would be interesting if that's how you swear in at like a court. <laughs> it's like, F you. Promise to tell the truth, Ultra. And he's like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's sworn in, officer. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. And popcorn. And Chris's popcorn. Uh, be a good ASMR as well. Eating popcorn right now. So I thought that was really cool that the, the Lord of the Rings Amazon announcement this week, right after I finished watching... The extended, you know. I was going to say, do you think it was really cool that it was going to cost half a billion dollars? No, but it was just really weird because I just finished watching the extended, you know, versions again. The no, only versions. You, you watched the, ver- you the version. You watched the movie. I watched That's the it. movies. There's no, there's, no, there's no two versions. It's like there's no fourth Indiana Jones film. There's no, <laughs> there's no two versions. They don't exist. There's only one. Um, It's like Han didn't shoot first. He just shot. No, Han's not a murderer. <laughs> they turned him into an angel. Uh, no, but sweet, sweet it was butter. it was really cool because I was like, I really want more Lord of the Rings. I want you know I'm just jizzing for more after watching it again. You just jizzing for more, jonesing, no. jizzing. Huh? Yeah, you got more. The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. That How ex- much more do you want? Sir? That exists. <laughs> I thought you said that doesn't exist. I said that exists. No. Just not in there. your world. <laughs> so I've never seen it more no, than we once. Kn- we announced it when it first got announced that Amazon was doing a Lord of the Rings one, and they were talking about how their first season is going to cost a billion dollars. Yes. And that was the whole thing that we were like, they're spending a billion dollars on a season of a TV show. And they ended up spending $465 million. So it's going to look like crap. So it's a half of a billion. Yes. It's going to look terrible. Because they only spent half a billion? Well, they told you they were going to spend a billion. I think it was they said they were, they were going to spend up to a billion dollars. On the show, I don't know if it necessarily said it for yeah. one season. I don't think in the actual release that they said they're going to spend a billion dollars on one season. That's what we all seem to assume, right? When it was announced, this well, like a year and a story, half ago, the news story claimed that. That's why we were we were all announcing it is because it said that Amazon looks to spend up to a billion dollars, and we all said that's the highest amount of money that anybody's right. spent on a TV show. But it didn't say a season. Because again, if you're telling me you're going to spend a billion on a season and it's only four hundred and sixty-five million, what happened? Because mm-hmm. they probably spent a billion. Whoever, if that, if whoever budgeted you a year and a half ago, that guy's fired. Probably. This is going to cost us a billion dollars. Well, we came in half of the budget. You're fired. Like we we put we why? put a billion why if you because you put a billion dollars off to the side yeah. and you didn't spend it. Like that guy doesn't because if that guy can screw up that bad in one way, he can screw up the other way. Where he says this movie's going to cost us two hundred million. What's the final price tag? Two point six billion. <laughs> We could have built two aircraft carriers for this thing, and instead we got a crappy movie that's two hundred million dollars. But see, just this means that we'll get they'll spend more money on season two. That's a, I think their billion dollars was they were going to spend a billion dollars on the series. However many seasons it's going to be, they're going to spend that much. Money. Either that, or they cut down the season from their original plan. Maybe they were planning to do twenty three episodes, and then they're like, you know what, let's cut it down to thirteen. I doubt they ever thought they were going to do twenty three uh, yeah. episodes as a season. There's not been streaming. one like Amazon or I'm just Netflix. saying. Yeah. The thing is, whatever they were going to spend, now we know what they did spend, and it's still a lot of money. 
Yes. You know, and like, most yeah, of them, if it's if it's ten episodes, that's forty six million dollars per episode. And a lot of that's probably constructing your sets mm-hmm. and yeah. your CGI. So now you have all that where you can use it over and over again. Yeah. Hell, they can fly them down to New Zealand. And I think that's where they're shooting it. Reuse all the Hobbiton. I think they are because it really part of the reason that Peter Jackson picked New Zealand is that there's not a lot of places on Earth that look like this. Yeah. That have enough and, and also have enough space to shoot. Yeah. You know, to be able to build the hall, the the, the hall of Rohan in the middle of nowhere was because it's in the middle of nowhere. Right. So we can build it here and then we can tear it down and then New Zealand tourism is like, yeah, maybe we want to leave that up. Like that would be great because we still. Why take, are they Canadian? I don't know. Hey, eh? still they're part of the Commonwealth. I'm sure. <laughs> so you can ship stuff from Canada to England much cheaper than you can ship from the United States to England. Mm. Here's my question. Oh God, we got rid of like we 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 were done with England like 230 years ago, right? Yep. Why is Prince Philip's funeral on my TV for six hours this morning? The same reason whenever they get married, it's on our TV for six hours. But like a day. one, I get, but every channel, yeah. CBS, NBC, because ABC, Slow America is fascinated with the with British. a racist, yeah. Because that's with the other the, thing is all it was was them talking about Harry and his kid and how with the British monarchy, the United amazing. States people, two hundred thirty years ago, we were like, hey, you know what? Get out! Like, we don't want your tea, we don't want your taxes, we don't want your king. We're gonna shoot you for it. We win. We become the world's only superpower anymore. Why am I watching this on TV all morning? It's ridiculous. It's just dumb. Just anyway, write write your local congressman. What are they going to do? I don't know, but that's usually the answer that people tell you. I know what they're not going to do: pass affordable health care. <laughs> Get gun control. <laughs> um. Uh, so a topic for a show. <laughs> no. We're struggling for topics ten minutes Ooh, ago. No, let's do universal health care, abortion, gun control, and immigration. <laughs> Go. This is the end of Nerdables. Thank you for. Listening? Dude, if yeah. it didn't end after that toy show, it's not going to end after we start screaming about a wall or not. <laughs> um, so Lord of the Rings is going to be expensive. Lord of the Rings is going to be expensive, and not and not have any guns. What they do? I'm pretty now sure. they have gunpowder. Well, I'm pretty sure they don't. Because when when Solomon makes the gunpowder the first time, Solomon, Solomon, Solomon. There's an R in there. Yeah, and then uh, Wormtongue almost blows up the yeah. tower of work. Yeah. I want to see that cut of him like getting close, and then you just see an explosion at the end. <laughs> yes, there's a... I mean, back when I was reading everything I could get my hands on, not the actual novels, <laughs> but everything else, was the idea that Sauron being defeated was one of the biggest reasons that uh, Sauron doesn't win is because Sauron was actually making real weapons of war, where Sauron's right. just like, I just want more orcs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bomb. I just blew up a, a, a you know a, an impenetrable wall. Well, he was also these guys the one who through. got the pirates and you know yeah. the lot mm-hmm. the quote unquote Plus lost the, men. The Orokai were so much more powerful than regular. Oh yeah, they were. They could also go out during the day. Yeah. There's no mere orcs. Now, do they say the series is going to take place before or after the the film? Before it's before. I think it's on the second age. Yeah. Well before. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see a time that is explored like in the the appendixes and, and DCs and all the other stuff that he wrote in order to build that world, but we never really got a story on it. So So it's gonna be like the the Game of Thrones series. It's gonna be well before 
the actual series. One of those 16 Game of Thrones series that are probably never going to come out. It'll be weird, though, because you still have, in, even in the second, first and second ages, you still have Gandalf and Solomon and... and uh, I wanted to almost said Rag, uh, Ragnar, but it's not. It's a. Uh, oh, what's the other. Uh, the other wizard? Somebody the Brown? Yes. From Hobbit? Yeah, I can't remember his name either. But there, there, there's actually five wizards that come to Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they're going to have that. Because, I mean, you can't have Christopher Lee in it anymore. No. But in the Silmarillion, I hope they include more of the Silmarillion, too. Set in the Second Age before the events of the novel and the films. Right. Budget is $250 million for the rights alone. Jesus. 100 to 150 million per season. Production location is in New Zealand. Galadriel is in it. Okay, that makes sense. As far as we know, she might be the only person that's actually named. I think so. Yeah, I don't think anything started as far as production wise on this. So, and she may just do the. <laughs> if you got four hundred and sixty-five million dollars, <laughs> she may just do the narration too. Um, I doubt it. The actress that's cast for her is probably a big part of it. As you imagine, if you're not going to do much of it without elves, so correct. Mm-hmm. Well, the second age is the rise of Sauron, isn't it? Or is that when they defeat him? Uh, I'm not sure. The end of the first age is when... God, what's his name? Who was in charge... Who was actually over Sauron. Sauron. uh, Loses power and dies. And then they start the second age with Sauron coming to power. This is fascinating. I mean, just like... Mm-hmm. I was going to say, didn't you just watch all the movies? <laughs> but yeah, but that has nothing to do with the first. It doesn't have anything to do with the first and mm-hmm. second ages. Really. It's all the stuff that's at the end. Each each book has a whole bunch of stuff at the end, especially. <clears throat> if you look at the book for Return of the King, the fact that there's a bunch of stuff that happens in the Return of the King movie that actually happens in the second book. Mm-hmm. Because the book is like half of it is the Battle of Pelennor Fields and then the defeat of Sauron. And then the rest of it is like him throwing out Pages upon pages upon pages upon pages about the history and what's going forward. Mm. That's why in the the only edition that exists, when we see Eowyn and Faramir in the Houses of Healing after the Battle of Pelennor Fields, that's super important in the book because the two of them actually get married mm-hmm. and they unite reunite the two kingdoms of men. Mm. So that um, um, two of Gondor of and uh, well, the only two really that are that are left, Rohan and Rohan are. are are brought together and therefore because there's the only ones left really because mm. the elves have left the dwarves have been decimated um so you really just have the humans the hobbits and whatever's left of the dwarves yeah cool it's a lot of money are you gonna watch it ethan yeah i'll watch because you're not you're not a really what's weird is you're a big game of thrones fan but you're not and, and <laughs> collecting of collector of swords but you're not a, into Lord of the Rings that much. I saw it. I saw it maybe when it first came out in theaters, and I may have watched it like a year or two afterwards. Like once all three of them came out, like on DVD or something. But I haven't watched it since then. Look it's it up, been, kids. 
It's been like a good like 15 years since I've watched Lord of the Rings. It's it's like one of those things I've seen it. I'm kind of like if I watch it, I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm not going out of my way to go it's, watch it. It's still one of those things where I watch it annually. <laughs> watched it two years ago. I remember when when I had surgery, my um, when I had the diverticulitis and I had surgery for it. I watched all of them. I watched all of the back matter because I have the the additions that have mm-hmm. like six discs discs each not six dicks each six discs it's like a each. hydra you cut yeah. one off to grow back two more grow back and i remember getting to the last documentary return of the king and realizing i had no new material mm-hmm. for this trilogy to see yeah and i'm just sitting there just, why am i crying <laughs> like i have nothing new because i i had kept that for so long to mm. be like someday i'll watch this because i'm really interested in it and it's fascinating. All the, all the stuff at the end is, is incredible. Yeah. All the extra stuff that's in it. Um, you know, Rich said, like, we're, this is never going to happen. Again. I was like, yeah, this, is, this might be the most monumental feat of filmmaking because it was all done at one piece that we'll ever see. Because even yeah. something like, it's not like all the Marvel movies are, are, are shot consecutively. You know, they're not right. like, all right, we're going to shoot Avengers, Age of Ultron, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame all at the same time and jump all around. The final scene of Return of the King is the first thing they shot mm-hmm. of um, uh, Frodo leaving, going on the ship, and you know, in the, in the I, I had, I've listened to all of the audio commentaries again. Look it up, kids. It's not on streaming anymore. You, you um, actually can stream them. Do they have them in there? Some of them do, but the thing is, no one's producing them. That's the problem. No. If it's already the the, the, the thing that makes me sad about the the complete, you know. The dissolution of physical media for for filmed media like this is that no one is actually doing new ones for this. So right. you have the stuff in the last couple of years, like we're not bothering to record audio commentary. We're not bothering to record a lot of back matter because we simply aren't going to put it up on HBO Max or Disney Plus or no. Netflix or whatever. So yes, yeah, so they already have it. I'm sure it's in there. Well, I don't. I don't know if it's on HBO Max because the HBO Max it, versions are, are the not non, are the non-existent versions. Right, so you just go to it. It's just a blank space. So, but I have. I don't understand that. I don't either. I, I, that I, I, I don't get at all. The only thing I can think of is that they can't they can't compress it into one file or but they whatever. They already have. They, but it's already digitally. Because when right, right. But can you compress three hours into one tap? Like, would they have to do Return of the King Part One and Return of the King Part Two? No, because they're cut up by like. I mean, would Return of the King is a three and a half space. hour movie. It would just depend on server yeah, space. That's because, what I, I don't understand why you. But wouldn't they already. Put, ha- but because when I, because I had all three of the extended editions on Blu-ray mm-hmm. that came with the appendices, mm-hmm. and they also came with a digital copy of it. So when I put those digital copies on it, I realized that at one point I had all three of the Lord of the Rings, and I think one or two of the Hobbit extended ones. So I was like, well, I might as well get the download the, the third one and have them. So I have all of them digitally. And all of the appendices are there. And the, what the great thing is, you say you don't have more content. You actually can go watch the Hobbit appendices because they come in after. So they still tell a little bit of some of the. Yeah, but it's, it's not the same. No, I know. But yeah, but see, you already have that format in a digital form. All they have to do is move that digital file yeah, I just, I don't, over I don't to understand. their server. Yeah. Just like that. Disney Plus launching without having The Simpsons in the correct ratio just floored me. I was like, what's the big deal? Like, I think people will figure out that this this show that's 
30 years old. Doesn't look, you know, it wasn't made for 16 by 9 television. Because I don't so. think they had all of the, because FX was showing them in 16 by 9. Correct. So I don't think they had all of them digital, you know, had them all digital uh, files. They're all on DVD. It's easy enough to convert it back sure. up. So. Sure. But I was, it, I was it takes a while. It, it seems take... like in that case, it was just more of a rush to put them out and they didn't think about it. And then once everybody started making a I th- roar, they I like, think it's oh, a okay. case of putting it out and seeing if anybody did make a roar. Correct. Before they did it. And it, it is. And like, I, I think that some of it's not having them already. And you, why put up some of them if you don't have all of them ready? Right. Well, they've talked about the fact that you know, even FX was for a while was saying they were struggling with the decision to show any of the early ones because they weren't in HD. Right. That's and it's the other like, thing. You can put them up in standard, and mm-hmm. that's, I mean, again, people are smart enough to realize this show is 25, 30 years old. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not going to look the same. But some of it isn't even what quote unquote standard. It's, you know, it's not even 4, 480. It, it's, you know, lower. Like, yeah. like watching much, the first couple of seasons of South Park. Yeah, when it really was just construction paper, it was incredible. Yeah, so you're just watching it, going, "Boy, this looks different." Well, even when you go back and watch the um, the Star Wars archive stuff, you know, or the Star Wars vintage stuff, it none of that stuff is HD quality. Good. I mean, right. the, the you know <laughs> the you Ewoks that? have kind of gotten up converted because they were redone. Do they blink? Uh, no, they were redone on a um, for a DVD. So they already had those, but yeah, stuff but like the not. the it's, it's, holiday it's special not. animation, it's just no, yeah. you know, it, it's still it's it has so the crackles weird. in it from you know. It also has like terrible audio. Yeah, <laughs> so it, looks like, it sounds like it was recorded in a refrigerator. No, yeah, there's no, there's, there's I can't believe Han's doing this. This <laughs> <laughs> background before they cut it or whatever. You get. You get that echo, and you get the uh, the reverb and everything. Oh, Boba Fett! Um, Still, he does more in that than he does in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I started to take one of the uh, brachiosauruses from uh, the uh, Jurassic Park line. The, you know, like the Steve that we have in there, the big one, and paint it pink, and then put one of the Boba Fetts on it. <laughs> With the Boba Fett on it, it's really cool. Um, so yeah, the Lord of the Rings TV series. Excited that once it gets here, because you weren't. The weird side is the weird thing is, in, you know, people can't see you two are on the opposite side of the table. Ethan, you were big Game of Thrones. Chris, you kind of got into it, but I then, watched the first two seasons. Yeah, and, and then you were also like, like, I I can't be categorized of what a fan is. I enjoy things. But I'm not going to go out of my way to continue to watch something that I've watched. Like, even with Game of Thrones, I haven't watched the whole series since it's ended. Yeah, I haven't watched any episodes or seasons or anything since it's ended. Except season eight. How many swords from Game of Thrones do you have? Four. You're a fan. No, he doesn't no, have any of that stuff. No, I'm not saying that I'm not a fan. It's no, just I'm not. You can't categorize me. Okay, did you as did you like, go back and watch quote Vikings? unquote super fan? Did you go back and watch Vikings? No, I finished off the season and that was it. So even shows that you really like, you won't go back and. I haven't watched Walking Dead in a long time. 
Yeah, he didn't even watch the last extended. They're still walking, and they're still dead. So no, it's I don't go back thing and is, is watch it, things like that. Things like, it's, people aren't you that watch like every season over and over again whenever there's a new season again. There are fans that are like that. For Lord of the Rings, I always said I am a Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings film fan. Right. I don't consider myself a Tolkien fan. Mm-hmm. Not that I have anything again. I just I haven't read the books. I haven't you know delved that deep into the lore. Mm-hmm. I love those films. I love those characters. I love learning more about what the characters were in the books. But it's not like, um, you know, I watch the movies just about every other year. Right. I watched them in, in 2019 when I was home taking care of my dad. Um, I didn't watch them last year. I'll probably watch them at some point this year. And I think the time before that was 2017 when I was home after my neck surgery. Mm, yeah. I watched all three of them. So, you know, we talk about fandom like that sort of thing in terms of like what you're a fan of. It's it's a sports analogy for me for a lot. Like, I'm a hockey fan in that even if my team's not in the playoffs, even if my team isn't playing, I can watch any NHL game that yeah. is not Vancouver versus the Red Wings because I hate both of those teams <laughs> and enjoy that game and find something in it that I'm following or I'm interested right. in or what's the storyline, what's this, what's who's the, watch this player, watch this or whatever. Um. But people I knew when I worked at Coles, they were Ducks fans. As soon as the Ducks season was over, they were done. They couldn't name a player on any team outside of the Ducks and the Kings. Mm-hmm. I could present them the names of everybody on the San Jose Sharks who were on there in division. They play them eight times a year. Who are these guys? No idea. What's this logo? No idea. They're not paying attention to the other team at all. Those guys are not NHL fans. They're not hockey fans. They're just Ducks fans. Yeah. But when they present themselves, like, oh, I'm a big hockey fan. No, you're not. You're a Ducks fan. That's it. Right. I'm a hockey fan. I'm a baseball fan. For football, mm-hmm. I got to the point where I was really like, I'm really just a Chargers fan. And then it was like, I'm really just kind of a Saints fan, and I want to see Philadelphia do well because, you know, that's the, the team for, for someone close to me. When they do well, whatever. But I really couldn't care less. If, you know, Titans facing the freaking 49ers on a Sunday night. I'll put it on, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. But you you watch college football more passionately watch, than you do. I watch NFL. college football here and there. I don't watch any. I don't watch football passionately at all anymore. Outside of the Saints, I really don't. And the, now that Drew Brees is gone, I really I don't care. Basketball mm-hmm. like the NBA means nothing to me. College basketball means nothing to me until the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't consider myself. You know, I watch college basketball for the tournament. So I am a March Madness fan. Soccer drives streets crazy. Soccer is stupid. I hate soccer. Soccer is dumb. World Cup comes along. Let's go, baby. But come on, let's go. And so I'm a World Cup fan. That's the majority that, of that's, that's the majority that's, of America. that's Americans' mentality of soccer. That's the same thing with 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 you know a lot of Olympic sports. Mm-hmm. Some of it is it's hard to follow. Soccer is not hard to follow outside of the World Cup, but it's just not. I don't I don't care. I'm not interested. The MLS no Premier League no. I was Champions gonna say League, you, you, no. you can't you want the Premier, Premier not League not for very long. I'll put it on once in a while. Streets loves it. It makes no sense to me because a bunch. So he shows me this picture like last weekend. Two of the teams that lost actually won because they had more Lord goals yes. than the aggregate. The aggregate is dumb. There's no play. No, I'm it's stupid. It's, it's, but oh, it's it, it, European it, leagues are dumb. It, but it's They're somewhat dumb. like hockey with you know. Per goal, per you know point. No, no, no. Hockey is you win games. That's yes, it. I get that too. Yes, the the, the, the rankings though. The were, team oh he looked at it, he was like, look, Chelsea won. No, they lost two to nothing. I know, but they had more away goals. Than, F that. I do, that doesn't. That's stupid. We're watching a game that he has streaming. 
And the team that lost at the end of the game because they didn't give up more than two goals. They gave up two. They lost two to nothing. And the players on the losing team are losing their minds on the field because they won whatever leg they're in or whatever <laughs> because they scored four the game before. Yeah. And it was an away. And this, this is dumb. This is stupid. Like, either you win Both or you lose. Cheering. Yeah, it's just so... <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, didn't they win? Why are those guys so dejected? I think one no, they year, had to score four in order to make it. I was like, just F this. Throw this in the garbage. It's dumb. But World Cup shows, shows up? Yeah, I'm Paraguay, Cameroon. I'm in it. I'm watching Colombia. I'm, I'm tweeting about it. Colombia got jobbed in that game against Brazil a couple of years ago. He's up you at saw 2 me here when, in the morning. Oh, my God. When we were here and watched Germany, Brazil. Yeah. Or no, they were Germany, Argentina. Yes. I was because my I've adopted Germany as if the United States isn't in it or they suck, I'm rooting for the Germans because the Germans have had a rough time of it. Um, if the USA is we're not watching in that, that and it was going cool. when they beat Brazil seven nothing when they were in Brazil, <laughs> it's like this is awesome, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. We went and saw the final, yeah, three, three years ago. That was it's like, and we have rooting interest in a team. We don't want France to win because France sucks. But they do. Mike and I went to see Norway and Spain. Yeah. And we're rooting for Norway, even though they're a dirty team, because Spain was so boring. It's like, yeah, the beautiful game and the technology. No, it's boring. I don't need to see 45 <laughs> passes and playing for a one nothing game. Yes. That's you are You are more of an event. This is, this is a problem with comic books, too. Because people are the event reader mm-hmm. and not the, the fan. And it's not... It, the thing is... This isn't to say that there is there isn't validity in every level. What I've always talked about is the acceptance of your level. If you read Spider Man, nothing else. You're not a comic book fan, right? You're Spider Man. This is my argument with Star Wars. This is Star Wars. Did, yeah, you, you're you're an OT fan. Are you a Star Wars fan? I I've consumed. I love Star Wars. Empire Strikes Back is the only film I can watch. It's not though. even that. It's not even that. It's when you have someone that says, "I'm a huge Star Wars fan." And all they've seen is nine films. Yes. Nothing else. Okay, you're a Star Wars major motion picture fan. Yes. And so I'm not saying you're not a Star Wars fan at all. But what I'm saying is there's a difference between that fan that watches the nine films and someone like me or you that's consumed 80 to 90% of the, the, the full media output. Right. Books, comic books, role-playing games, video games, uh, TV seasons, Ewok TV movies. <laughs> Fanfic. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I do that all the time. I, I, all of a sudden, I'll be watching fan films, and I've watched 10 of them, and I realize, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> so there's something to that. So for Lord of the Rings, because this is kind of the same idea as they're trying to mirror what Peter Jackson was doing, I'm interested. Yeah. Obviously, Peter Jackson did the – even as so far as – I can't even say I'm a fan of Peter Jackson's Tolkien films – because I don't consider myself a fan of the Hobbit films. I've seen them once. I've never seen the extended editions. Did you ever watch the animated ones? I saw the animated one as a kid at the library with my mom. That was like <laughs> for the Hobbit. That that was like later in life when she was telling me about the Hobbit. She loved the Hobbit. She 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 had um, she had like three different editions of the Hobbit. Yeah, and it was something you know it was like family movie night or whatever. And mm-hmm. so we went and saw the Hobbit at the Newbury Park Library, which used to be that, that little building that's like the uh-huh. y- YMCA at Sequoia. Yeah, that was the Newbury Park Library for a long time. <laughs> it was just a small little thing. I remember going in there and getting dinosaur books for their summer reading program, and I had that thing stamped out by June. I was like, "Yep, reading this book right here." <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs. But as much uh, as you like reading, and I don't, and, and you do like the the Lord of the Rings uh, story, 
you know, the movie version, mm-hmm. and which allows you, which would indicate that you like that world or enjoy that world. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you haven't read them because I can read four books in the same time it would take me to finish one of those. It's a time thing. Because see, the Hobbit. Is, for me, I remember when when. when through after you know through Lord of the Rings, like just before, probably about two towers, when my friend Dazzler got really into Lord of the Rings, yeah, got really into um, that kind of world. He started Fellowship, and he was super excited. I'm gonna do Fellowship. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna do Fellowship. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. How are you reading it? I'm done. I got a quarter of the way through it. And it's too dense. It's too oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's something maybe someday, but I mean, I got, I got six. I have six books sitting on the inside of my front door, and I still haven't finished the second half of White Fire by Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child because I put it down to read a Star Wars book. Yeah, and now I'm just I've been I've been trying to get through a lot of different comics and trades and stuff lately. Well, it's funny. Thrawn, Thrawn comes out like in three weeks, and I know all of it's going away when Thrawn comes out. I'll read that as soon as it as soon as it hits. It's so funny because you know the internet's been down here all day. And I've sat around for most of the day going, what am I going to do? I don't know, uh, Every time you say, what am I going to do? And, and I'm like, you have you gotta, a I'm like, I got a stack books. of comic books I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. Go read them. <sighs> I was reading yeah, today You have all these was... figures that you got that you were going to paint and do stuff to. Go do it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, because I was now reading... it sounds like a chore to you. Then it was like, you have all these video games that you haven't played. Go play it. And so you know what I did for about 20, 30 minutes? I you put in the Spider-Man game. Ethan game. No, I put in the Spider-Man uh, game you know, on the PlayStation 4 and swung around New York for a little bit. <laughs> just swung around. Like, what are you doing? Just swinging through New York? Just, you know. I was spray painting boxes today, and while they're drawing, I'm sitting in a rocking chair in the back reading Warhammer comics. Yeah. And that's, for me, that's what I'm trying to do is get those those kind of interactions where I'm doing something that, I don't need to do it, but I need to, like, the, the boxes I have on my shelving unit are completely full. But see, yeah, space. as far as reading the Tolkien stuff, don't you don't start out with the Silmarillion, for sure. I mean, that just, it's mind-numbing, but it's fun to read because you learn, you know, the history of how you get up to the Third Age, where, you know, where we are with within the Lord of the Rings. Pick. Yeah. The original movies take Yeah. Pick. The Silmarillion is amazing to, for all that backstory. You know, you know Gandalf's real name, so when they say that in the movie and everything, you're going, you're going, oh, that's what that reference is. Or, oh, Bob okay. Billington. That's what that is. Bobby Boucher. But you don't start reading that one. You don't even start reading Lord of the Rings first. Start with The Hobbit. But even then, I didn't get through The Hobbit. I tried to read The Hobbit. The Hobbit is first a way more out. fun. When when The Hobbit movie was coming out, just before we went to that, that midnight screening, which I think is the last midnight screening we went to, and we had the stoners so. behind us that I screamed at, and the entire theater cheered when I told them to shut the fuck up. Uh, I couldn't even get through The Hobbit. Interesting. I just didn't like... There's other more exciting stuff for me to read, so... See, we... <clears throat> when I first read The Hobbit, it was in... I want to say eighth or ninth. It had to be ninth grade. And my teacher put on the animated movie first. Because her idea was that if you enjoy the movie, you know, if you enjoy seeing it visually, you're going to enjoy reading it. She was trying something, and mm-hmm. it worked. I watched it. I read the book. You know, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. 
So that was my first introduction to it. And I had read Lord of the Rings way before, so, you know, before Peter Jackson. So I was excited for when those came out. And they are so different. There's so many things that are, are different in it that you have to separate. Because, you know, there, you have to separate what is Lord of the Rings, the movie franchise, and what is Lord of the Rings, the I Tolkien. I think you have to do that with any kind of visual medium now that's adapting something from a book. Oh, yeah. You yes. have to make it that distinction in your mind that these are two completely separate things. For someone who made it through half of Hunt for Red October... Half the first half of the book is like ten minutes in the film. Right, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's insane. The one of the most fascinating behind the scenes or or the documentary stuff that they did was that was uh, Jackson and Philippa and I can't remember the other writer. All of a sudden, but the three people who adapted it was what to put in, what to take out, what to change, what to you know. The elves arriving at Helm's Deep was there's these, all these passages about the fact that the el- the elves are fighting orcs in the north. Right. We didn't want to just tell the the movie audience, no, the elves just hide in their little, you know, their trees and go, no, we're not a part of this fight. So having them come was the way to tell them, tell the audiences, no, the elves are still in this. They're still a part of this. Um, Liv Tyler's character is not. Erwin is nothing. And, you know, to hear they made her into, she was actually supposed to be in Helm's Deep also. There's shots of her. She fights alongside him, but then they're like, and it makes the third act Mm -hmm. or the third film that they're, they're re-meeting not as, as meaningful. Um, once he leaves Rivendale, he doesn't see her until the coronation. Wait, they were in Riverdale? Yes. Again, we want that. That'd be a great movie. Rivendale, yeah. yeah, Riverdale, but have it as, as elves and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Rivendale, Riverdale. Elves I'm hiding. really supposed to surprise something like College Humor or something hasn't done that yet. I'm sure somebody did somewhere, but to do like an actual series. <laughs> Take the sets from Lord of the Rings Rivendale, but make it Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just, it'll be, for somebody like me who, or even, I mean, even like you, Chris, who enjoys these films, enjoys I mean, don't Earth. get me wrong. I enjoy the films. I enjoy mediums that I consume. No, you don't. But like with the exception, I think with last year because I was home all the time, I rewatched like The Witcher and The Boys, things that those stories that I really liked. I rewatched those. Well, The Witcher, you but almost have to rewatch it before the next season starts. <laughs> but it's like so. This is okay. Then that happens. Usually, before. when I know the story, it's not something that I'll go and say like, okay, every year I'm going to rewatch this movie. It's going to make a tradition. The only movies is- I have a, like a tradition on is Christmas. You know, watch Die Hard and uh, Love Actually. Those are Christmas movies. Ethan and you are on the opposite sides of the spectrum in terms of consuming media. Yes. Ethan does rarely consumes media twice because there's other media to do. You want to re-commune consume media all the time. I'm somewhere in between because, again, I've said I, I, I don't really need to watch the OT trilogy you know, it's going to be a few years because I've seen it a thousand but it's times. Not it doesn't, a, it's not a need. It's no, a, with you, it's a need because every every May 4th, oh, I can't believe you're not going to watch it. I can't believe you're not. It's, like, I don't it's need just to. an enjoyment to sit down and watch it. There is an enjoyment, especially but here's when you're the thing. with friends. There's an enjoyment in watching new media, and I think that's part of it. Is Sometimes when we come here and you're like, let's watch a movie. Like, I don't want to watch new media with you guys because everybody talks all over it. And then so we do the old media and we talk all over that too. <laughs> And it's just, it gets difficult to be like, okay, 
We have to force ourselves while we're watching, when we were watching The Mandalorian Season 2, while I was here for most of, if not all of those Fridays, being here, like, trying not to say something well, while but, we're going through it. Yes, because... Especially when, when, the, uh, when the ship blows <laughs> Because there's exciting moments that you... Yes, there's a difference between us going, Ooh! And, and like, oh my god, I can't believe they blew up the ship. Can you imagine all the people that, that got right. it? Oh, they're going to be so pissed. Oh, what's he going <laughs> to do about the ship? I bet you the Slave One's going to be the main ship. But I want the Slave One to be the main ship, but it's going to be the main ship. And re- realize, you know, now Grogu's already up in jail or whatever, and... You know, stormtroopers are putting um, baby cuffs on, <laughs> putting him. binders on him. Going, wait, maybe we're the bad guys. We're putting binders on a baby. <laughs> oh wait, no, he's he's smashing Carl and Bill together. <laughs> Never mind, that is one badass baby. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, I'm this, I'm surprised that this brought up all these questions about fandom and the extent of fandom, but and the you know. Plus, you also watch a lot of bad stuff twice. I do. Well, I mean, Not it's, necessarily twice, but it's a, oh, yes, it's a series do. I enjoy. So I know when this uh, Amazon series gets released, I'm more happy, more than happy to uh, consume it. You know, I have no problem saying like, okay, I'm kind of a Lord of Rings fan. I'm not like a super fan, but I've enjoyed those stories. So yeah, I'll go and check this one out. Look, if they're going to spend four hundred and sixty-five million dollars. You gotta watch it. I mean, at this point, it's gonna be like in the Constitution. Just watch it. Okay? <laughs> if you spend Buy- over three hundred million dollars on something, a TV show, everybody have to needs watch it. to have Amazon Prime, and you must watch it. <laughs> Get in. It'll be interesting to see how they release it. Amazon Prime just becomes if they're free for give a month. You those first three episodes again. Well, no, the, I'm the sure way that they've done now. I'm wondering if they may just do week to week because that's a lot of money to spend on. No, on Amazon I'll, does. I'm sure they do, do both. They have done mostly releasing multiple episodes in that first week. Like Invincible, their newer series, yeah, have always been like the first three. maybe two or three episodes will right. be dropped that night, and then and then it'll be weekly. But after stuff that. like uh, Man in the High Castle, yeah, but uh, that stuff is also years old. I'm talking yes. their new their new model. Oh yes, it started with I think it was the boys. I think it was two. with the boys. The boys. I think it was and, season two. Uh, it dropped you number like th- upload. Upload yes. did it. Those were, uh, yeah, Invincible those are all... did it. Um, the newest season of oh god, there was something else that had just come back. I can't remember. But even within a se- a series in which you're doing multiple seasons, the later seasons have gone to this new three episodes in the first mm-hmm. week and then weekly after. Mm-hmm. When you have it's a show to get like you, this, you hooked. It's not only to, I, I think it's it's trying to placate people that expect everything dropped at the same time, right? But also trying to draw out the time between having to release things because they want to be able. That's to why I'm, I'm thinking. I wonder over if year. Lord of the Rings would be something. And again, we're not going to see this for another year, year and a half, maybe two. At least, for God's sakes, at least by then everything might be weekly again. Because as much as you're carrying cardboard around <laughs> in your feet for some reason, <laughs> um, my shorts. Oh boy. Uh, I don't even know where I was going. Uh, is that code for something? Every, I don't know. <laughs> There's every, cardboard in my shorts. Every streaming service is going to go to weekly. At some yes. point, Netflix is going to break. The only one that hasn't so far is Netflix. Because Netflix started this. Right. And because Netflix is... Remember, none of these other streaming services were the first service that used to mail you DVDs mm-hmm. and then said, like, well, we've got... We have the streaming rights for all of the Sopranos. Just put it on there. Yeah. Just put Burn Notice on there. Just put... Uh, 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 Anything from USA on there, everything they had, just drop it because all that stuff was already old. And as we mentioned last week, now they'll have all the Sony stuff. Yeah. So 
they made this model. It worked for them when people were content to be like, ooh, I'm going to watch the season of Yellowstone or whatever. I can't remember. What the heck was that first one? I mean, there's Orange is the New Black, and then there was a drama series that was the same thing. I don't know if that Orange is the New Black is not a drama. Um, those were like those big, those, those ones were like Longmire. Was it Longmire? Something like that. It was a, it was a not a Western, but it took place in Montana. It was the drug yeah, sheriff. Yeah, something like that. Katie Sackhoff was the, was the deputy. Anyway. People would watch the season, and then they would go back to watching Friends and whatever. Right. And they would wait the six months to a year for another season, watch that in a weekend. And then when you started getting Daredevil and, the, and all the big stuff that they started doing, mm-hmm. the Marvel stuff and the other, everyone was just like, yeah, this is the way to go. But I think we noticed, we talked about it at the time, all the way. God, that's got to be, what, five, six years ago for Daredevil? More? It popped six, up. It, six years ago. It popped six? up. Yeah, it popped up on my... Uh, yeah. Um, on my stream the other day. And it was, so it's this time of year, too, where I mentioned at the time, because that came out right along the first season of Flash. You know, It was the halfway through the first mm-hmm. season of Flash. And I said, remember when Flash came out? And every week we kept talking about how great that series was. Oh, this week's episode was great. This week's episode was great. This is, we talked about Daredevil on one show. Yeah. And then we never talked about it again, except to kind of bring up, like, remember Daredevil? My entire feed was just Daredevil. On, on social media for 48 hours. Right. A week later, nothing. Well, Stranger nothing. Things was the anomaly because it dropped like that. But it's it it had a, long, a longer shelf life as far as the first talking season about it. Did I'm talking about because the first there weren't a lot of people talking about it beforehand. Right. I think a lot of people found that show organically versus something like Daredevil where it's a Marvel property. Right. And Netflix was buying airtime on every channel you could uh-huh. to say, hey, on April whatever, April 16th, you're going to be able to watch Daredevil. All 10 episodes dropping that night, bros. you got to get it. Because I remember like for two weeks, Stranger people Things were... Stranger Things was, they were talking about it, and people were interested. Stranger Things took on a life of its own. It ruined it for anybody like me that didn't watch it immediately and stayed up until 4 in the morning to make sure I got through all the episodes. But Stranger Things Season 2, so much buildup, it comes out. 72 hours later, no one is talking mm-hmm. about it. 3 no was one. even worse. Three was I thought three had more legs than two did because it was a season that I think people enjoyed more than the second. Now one. four, which got held back because of the pandemic, will be coming out this summer. Might actually help, mm-hmm. but that's what I'm thinking. Because you'll have some time between it. Because I mean the the way that they do their animated shows, we're getting here's the first season. You watch it and you go, oh, that was great. Here's the second season. What like how you made this in four days? Yeah. Like I watched just She-Ra before that. just before season three of Voltron came out. I watched the first two episodes or the first mm-hmm. two episodes, first two seasons, and then I get to the end of season three. I was like, "Oh man, I gotta wait like a year for the next one." Two months later, there's four, and that's the mm-hmm. whole series. <laughs> You're like, "Damn!" Well, even um, even Hulu with My Hero Academia, they're releasing them once a week for the se- for season five. Exactly, but because I think that that's different because it's the deal through Japan's TV. Uh, Distribution. Well, it's also Hulu. Like, it has to be done, like, 48 hours after it premieres in Japan. Yeah, well, I think it's also because Hulu is, a lot of their stuff is also FX-based, so it's weekly. Yeah. yeah. You know, 40, next day on Hulu um, for any of the, the series that, you know, they were doing Fargo like that. Yeah. Did you watch Kid 90? No. You should watch that. I know. Don't let Bella see it. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I, I started to watch it. Because I, I saw the, I saw the lead up with you know with Soleil talking about it. It's interesting. 
I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of the interviews that they've talked about, and I've, I've seen portions of it. It's it's interesting. So it's a little pretentious, but what do you want? They're, they're well, they were and actresses. Yeah, and they were teenagers. Well, no, I mean some of it is just like it's a little far fetching for you know. My life is this because of the, and I was like, no, you were just you were doing heroin. <laughs> you were a like, drug it's not. Teenager. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You guys are drug addicts. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Eight people you knew died in that amount of time. And most of them were overdoses or suicides. It's amazing, so. though, that she got away with carrying that camera around so much. Watch it. Because it is, it, it, part of it is that dichotomy between then and now. Right. Thinking, she's the only one that's ever going to see this. Yeah. No, we're the only that. ones that are ever going to see this again. Where now, you know, you, you murder a foreign national in the middle of a square in Europe with a shield and everybody has a picture <laughs> of it. <laughs> I like that Italian. Um, yeah, no, I, I, she uh, she archived them forever, and then real. Yeah. I guess she hasn't seen any of them in twenty years. Yeah, which is also I, I'm watching it. She's like, I'm going to college in '94, and I'm like, Oh my god, that was so long ago. Oh my god, <laughs> I thought I graduated high school. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she looks good for my age. Slight. Yeah. Oh my god! Because she graduated high school, same time I did. So she's about my same age, if not only a year. She, uh, she she's doing the interview, and I was like, eh, that doesn't look too bad. <laughs> it's funny. We were walking yesterday, and uh, it's funny you were walking. Well, this one for a minute, I thought it was her. We were walking around because I was like, I looked up and I was like, whoa! And there's a chick that looked exactly like her, except she's maybe half a foot taller. <clears throat> but. Yeah, for for this has been Punky Brewster talk. <laughs> I see. I watched the new Punky Brewster show. Oh, yeah. Beth and Arabella couldn't make it through. Actually, Arabella made it through it. She didn't make it through a couple. Of oh the my god! I've been watching Jeopardy. First off, Aaron Rodgers is terrible. Um, really? Because every oh, I saw all kinds of these posts were like he is terrible. He's so good. No, he's awful. He's so stiff. Mm. There's no inflection. But everything he's doing is for a great cause. Is they're helping small businesses in Northern California because that's where he's from. Right. Um, all the money that because what Jeopardy's been doing with all of the 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 hosts is they match the money at the end. So it's the winner's money plus the two thousand, one thousand, second one, first place win. They match that money and give it to the charity of the host. The the the, the um, guest host. Yeah. Out of everyone that's done it so far, Katie, Katie Kirk is by far the best. Really? Ken Jennings blows. Dr. Oz, not only does he blows, he's a snake snake oil salesman. I yes. can't stand him. He should be put in jail. Didn't uh, Jordy LaForge? Didn't, no. Uh, so before anyone did LeVar anything, Burton. there was the petition for LeVar Burton. Yes. He hadn't said anything about it until last week when he said he'd like to try it because they're still doing this all the way through the summer. Okay. The announcement this week is that Joe Buck is doing two weeks. I don't even know who's after Aaron Rodgers. I'd known from the start that we knew that it was Ken Jennings, Katie Couric, uh, Dr. Oz, and Aaron Rodgers were doing it. And then the producer had to fill in for two weeks, whose name I can't remember. Didn't they have some of the grand champions also? No, that was Ken Jennings. Oh, that was Ken Jennings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other, as bad as Ken Jennings is, the other guy, the guy that, that figured out how to beat the game and he has the most winnings. Ken Jennings has the longest streak. Right. But the other dude has the most winnings because he would... He knew all. He knew how to figure out. He figured out how to find all the daily doubles, and so he would double his money like in the first round all the time because he'd always get them. He's super smart. Um, he is worse. Like he's he's got the personality of a fish. <laughs> he is ugh, he's terrible. Um, Katie Kirk was great because she's a host. That's what she does. Yeah. Mm. 
Aaron Rodgers is, is too stiff. I thought there was somebody else that I saw that was going to host. The thing I saw today is that Joe Buck is hosting, and then LeVar Burton has finally said, I would love to try it. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I can't imagine they're not going to let him do it, but I got a feeling they're going to go almost a whole year without a permanent host. Why not? I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any rush to find one of them. I mean, it'd yeah. be interesting to see if they do the tournament style ones because the other thing is you notice, like, originally from Wisconsin, now living in El Segundo, originally from Florida, now all of their contestants during COVID are all California residents, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're from other places. They got one or two people that are in. I think recently they finally started to get a couple that are that are that are coming in, but. But I mean, I didn't realize how much I hate some smart people. Like they are, man, they are worse. <laughs> some dicks on there. Um, speaking about Star Trek alum, did you see the new Picard trailer for season two? I did not because I'm going to watch it anyway. So it, there's a an Easter egg for Q. We know it's Q because we knew the Hugh Delancey's in it. Oh, I see. I didn't. I didn't know he was in season two. Spoiler. That he is already a got it. Spoiler. He got the Easter egg. So yeah. You're going to find out before then. That was part of the reason they did the season two. Was Hugh season, Lancey said he would come back. Season mm-hmm. one was so good. Season one was good. You didn't like it? I mean, you didn't. I didn't love it. And part of it is I'm just. Oh, look. The organization is evil. God. <laughs> and I just. It's hard for me to buy Picard's change. I don't think Picard would have ever okay. felt like that. I, I agree. with. But that's my thing. I'll, I'll agree with that. And the interesting that, thing is, is a lot of Star Trek fans that I've talked to. It's a lot of the Star Trek fans that I've talked to. At least half of them are like me, where they're like, "I I don't buy the first half of it." Yeah, you know, the best episode is the one when he, they they go back to meet Riker and Troy. Yes, it is, and the kid. But it's also like no twelve year old talks like that. But it's also like they're in space. What right. do you want? And look who they're being raised by. Like, come yeah. on. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it's funny because Beth said the exact same thing. You know, Beth Beth has watched Next Generation with me for. Years, so, you know, we watched the run, and she she found that she liked uh, Deep Space Nine, but she loved Voyager. Voyager, so you know, when you kind of these two kind of com- yeah, I know, right? That she Voyager was where I gave up. She loved Voyager. I got about halfway through Voyager, and I'm like, eh. especially seven of nine. So you add seven and nine to this. I think she, part of that bias is the fact that my mother hated seven. Of nine. Really? Because she hated when they'd bring in like the hot girl or oh, whatever. Right, right, she was right. like, oh, this show was fine beforehand. Why do they need to bring this girl right. in the cat suit? I'm like, I'll tell you why they need to bring in the girl in the cat suit. <laughs> but so when you combine those two, she really enjoyed it. But she even said, I don't buy Picard. I don't buy that Picard. Yeah. That was exactly. I buy what he tried to do and I buy his anger, but I don't buy his bluffing. Right. And that. He would give up. He would stay and try to fight. I believe that the way they've set up that character, he would have stayed and fought through it. But I also never thought Luke Skywalker would throw his saber off a cliff. So I I accept what they give me and I'll enjoy it as it is. From a standpoint of what it is, that first half is interminably slow. Oh, yes. It's so slow. And then all of a sudden you've got like four episodes to, to really get into it and be like, oh, okay. You know, shit is happening now. Yeah. Oh, it's over? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm excited for... I mean, Hugh's my favorite. Or Hugh. Um, that was the other thought I was thinking. For all the people that are like, oh, look, Troy's in it. Oh, look. I'm like, dude, that's Hugh. Yeah. That's he's still. That's awesome. You know, so I'm like, is that Hugh? I had to look up. I was like, is that the same actor? Well, that's what I Holy did. Holy crap, it is him. That's awesome. Because that's I, one of my favorite episodes. I, I, I recognized him as yeah. Hugh. I was like, that's got to be Hugh. And I was like, and I was like oh, and I was like, oh my God, that is so God, great that they put that. Yeah. And then... <laughs> 
Yeah, that mm. that was a big a big moment for That's me. My, that might be my second favorite episode. That's such a great episode. It's a really good episode. I've watched that episode a lot. And then when he comes back, yeah, that's no, a it's, good one. It's Gen, next gen was mine. That was yeah. the same thing. Deep Space Nine was, I think, coming during and then after. I didn't appreciate Deep Space Nine as much as I did later when I thought about what Deep Space Nine was versus yeah. Next Gen. Because when you're in the middle of it, you don't want to accept that there's something out there that's better than the thing that you're like, <laughs> this is the best thing. Like, I love Next Gen. This is how I got into Star Trek. I had seen a lot of Star Trek since my mom was a Star Trek fan. So I'd seen the originals. And even then, I was just like, why aren't they shooting people? Like, yeah. where's the where's the Millennium Falcon? Why isn't there, like, Proton to... They don't. They never shoot anybody. They just like talk a lot. Got into all the Star mm-hmm. Trek movies. I even like the original. The, the original is terrible. It's so bad. But <laughs> Sebastian is screaming in the air right now. Um, no, I loved. I loved the movies, um, especially when I was a kid. Four was like a revelation. Yes, it was funny. It was interesting. Nothing's better than two. Two and it's all the the, uh, the even ones. Yes, it is. Two, four, and six are fantastic. Three is decent, but three really suffers from its production design. That mm-hmm. last third looks awful. Yep. And they're on the planet fighting. I'm like, oh, this is no. <laughs> yeah. This is no good. <laughs> Generations, I liked until I realized that i only liking it because it was Generations. Because it was the next-gen crew. There was a great Peter uh, David. On Peter David. Yeah, Peter David. I'll be on screen. Peter David was, he did an article on the back of, um, was it like Comic Shop Weekly or something? It was a news. It was basically like a newspaper that came out every week. It's not Comic Shop News. It was, right. like, you know, you had to pay for it or whatever. I got a subscription to it at one point, and he talked about Generations. And he's, you know, he's written a ton of Star Trek comics and novels and everything. He's a huge Star Trek fan in both OT and and um, or the original series and, and Next Gen. Sure. And he talked about that same thing. Is like, you know, it's not a good film, but you won't accept it because you want it to be a good film. Right. When. Uh, Jonathan said that he liked the first Turtles film. Like, no, he didn't. He just can't accept that he doesn't. Yeah. What I struggled with with The Hobbit. Walking out of The Hobbit and that next morning writing that diatribe going, I don't think I liked it, and I'm not okay with that. Yes. Episode 9. I mean, come on. Um, So there's still pieces in it that I like. My favorite story, though, is going to see that film, and when the Klingon Bird of Prey blows up, and it's actually a flipped image from from Star Trek Six. Yeah. My friend Jared, who was really into, you know, he ended up with a job doing prop making and, and model making and stuff for, for special effects. So he knew as soon as it hit. So everybody's cheering. And next to me, I just hear, oh, bullshit. <laughs> he was so angry because they had flipped the image and used it again rather than blowing it up. I always had a problem with it because I'm like, you couldn't make a next-gen film. You had to get Shatner in there. That was my biggest problem. And then you go to see, um, um, oh, my God. Nemesis? <laughs> no. First Contact. Holy oh. shit. It's my favorite Star Trek movie by far. The First Contact. I remember in the middle of First Contact going, this is the best thing I've ever seen. This is so cool. You get the humor moments. You yep. get everything with the Borg. And then Picard's moment with, uh, with Alfred, Alfred Woodward is a revelation in that film. Like you're watching totally. a Star Trek film and she's giving you everything you can get. Blow up the damn ship. <laughs> I was just so mad at him. And that whole sequence, when we let them, I will make them pay. Yes. Wait, no, he's insane. What is he doing? His thing with Worf? Yep. He calls him a coward? And he says, like, if you were any other man, I would kill you where you stand. You're like, oh, my God, yeah, shit's going down. The death. Assimilate this. Ah, that's so good. And then you get the next few, and you're like, yeah. Okay. 
Insurrection. Insurrection that Sebastian always says is, it's a really great long TV episode. <laughs> that's not what I want on the screen, bro. But that was the safe way. You know, that, that's the safe way to do it, oh, especially with the next gen. I, I need to see Insurrection again. I remember liking it when I saw it, but. Then don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, probably. If you, if you liked it when you saw it, it's going to ruin everything. You Have you started it? Discovery yet? No. Dude, you I should watch I got, it. I got no time. I can't watch the stuff I want to watch. I know, but I you should watch that one. That's really good. I got, I got another season of Camp Cretaceous coming. Come on. I know. <laughs> I'm excited about that. That seems like it just came out of nowhere. Um, what the hell were we talking about? We were, we, we were we still... Went from Lord of the Rings to Star Trek. I don't remember how we got to Star Trek. Uh, we were talking about uh, LeBar Burton on uh, oh yeah on Jeopardy. So Disneyland officially is opening, yes. officially selling tickets. Yes, the fifteenth they were they were uh, starting to sell tickets, but they were mainly taking care of the people that already had ticket purchases, right? So people who've purchased tickets before they closed, correct? They tickets, they still yeah, they had they still had open tickets for after. The so you had to you had to go in and re, you know reserve your spot. They were the priority that was yes. able to get tickets for which reopening. people didn't understand because it allowed you to get immediately in the queue, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you were in the queue, it would say your wait time is over, over an, an hour. hour. And it would stay there. Well over an hour. It would stay there and stay there. And, you know, and there were some people that jumped on within two minutes and they're immediately picked up. But if you got on at, say, 7 in the morning, it may be 7 at night and you're still sitting there. And then you finally... Jeez. Hmm. Wanting, a lot of people wanting to go to Disneyland after it's been closed for a year. I can't fathom that. Hmm. I immediately got on about 2 in the afternoon. And I just, you know, saw stayed on there and then obviously leaving work and anything, I had to restart it when I got to a new Wi Fi signal. So by the time I got home it was six, I guess. Yeah, six thirty, something like that. And still, you know, in the queue. Beth got on and was in the queue. Arabella in the queue. I got up at about two in the morning to take the dog out. And I happened to look down and said your time is available. And I went, oh, crap. Oh, you're back in the queue. You missed your time. I did it on both mine, but it said two minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, For 20 probably, minutes, it said two minutes. Yeah, it's probably a lot less demand at 2 o'clock in the morning. So. Yes. But the funny thing was I had my phone and my we laptop. We also had a lot of people that gave up. The, yeah. Totally. I had my phone and my laptop both sitting there. My phone said I had two minutes. My laptop said I had 15 my laptop got connected faster than my phone. <laughs> it would go to one minute. Then it would go back to two minutes. Then it would go one minute. Then it would go four minutes. I think it's probably the time you you logged in with your laptop. It was already, there's an actual definitive n- amount of people in front of you. Yes. So here's the thing. When you go in, it, it wants, you know, there's a little calendar and everything to give you the available dates. If you click it, you know, okay, I clicked on, I want to go the 12th of June, right? Mm-hmm. You click it on, then you go down, you put in how many tickets you want, you know, three adults, because anything over 10 now or 12 now is an adult. So you got to pay. So now Arabella's. I don't think that's now. I'm pretty sure that's been. You, anybody over the age of two, We've been, we've been pass for. holders for so long. Well, that was when I saw the tier system. So I'm, I'm seeing, I'm looking in the info pages just out of curiosity, because um, I wasn't going to even try for that mess. And I see this tier system, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. 
And they're like, yeah, he goes. And I was like, what is it? And, and I knew of something like a tier system because a lot of um, sports teams have gone to this where right. weekend tickets are more than like Tuesday, sure. Wednesday. And, and instead of just like the way the Dodgers used to do it is, hey, we're having a sale on tickets for the Wednesday day game. It's just at the beginning of the season. They're like the Wednesday day game tickets are 10 bucks. Right. Saturday night is 40. You know, it's just because you're trying to entice people to take the day off or whatever. Right. So I kind of knew what it was. I'm like, I've never seen this. Mm-hmm. And then realized, oh, yeah. Never actually bought individual tickets <laughs> since the very first time I, when I bought uh, I bought someone else's ticket to go with me, and so I was just like, "Huh, well that's interesting." No, yeah. and I'm looking at the days and the tiers. I'm like, "Okay, well most of the days that I would normally go is is in a lower tier." So, but I just you know it's just it's too overwhelming. Well, it's funny it's because you know I, I finished up everything, got my confirmation, and we got our tickets and everything, and. Got up the next morning, you know, thinking, all right, I got Disney. You know, we're going on the 12th. I even texted you guys. We're going on the 12th in that thread. Came home, best looking at it going, uh, I don't see the date. I don't see what date we're supposed to be going. So she went in and found that in the email that they send you for the confirmation, if you scroll down, it tells you, now, you, now that you have your tickets, now you have to register what day you're going to go through this email. So she went to it. The twelfth, which is a Saturday, is gone. Thirteenth open. It's the next day. I'm like okay, I'm like I didn't see this. I wonder how many people missed their day because they didn't see it. Probably not many. They're not you know a lot smarter than I am. No, but it was just that you know you had to go back and so what do a set. What day did you actually get then? Thirteenth. Oh, which is the next day. It's a Sunday, which is open nine to nine. I think they're all open nine to nine. Yeah, that was the other thing. I was like, I'll drive all the way down there, <laughs> stay till midnight. Well, Beth goes, do you want to try for you know maybe the next day and go to California for the day? And I said, are you really going to spend? There's no way you're spending 104 bucks to go to DCA. Right. Well, and then, then I said, are you really going to spend the entire day in DCA? Yeah, the few times even, I've talked even about with going, Marvel open, uh, the few times I've talked about going just to DCA. Yeah. Um. It was always talking about doing a half day, right? Doing it on a day when we were going to go to a hockey game that night or something. Yeah. yeah, I think at one point we talked about like going, going to DCA in the morning and then going to the Angels game that night. Because as much as I like DCA, usually it's there's there's a bunch of times I've gone, never made it over there. Mm-hmm. You know, it ends up being that thought of going, oh, we should go. We've been to DCA like in two months. Let's go over there. So, but even for you and and Ethan, it really. There's a lot of rides there you won't ride. You're not going to ride Guardians. There's, there's a lot of rides. Ride yeah, there's, not a lot of, there's not a lot of attractions there that I'm not going to go through. And the two that I would do both have lines that are three hours long. Right. So I'm not waiting four hours to ride Radiator Springs. It, and it's always two hours for Midway Mania. At least, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, unless you can get the – and those fast passes go – I mean, the Radiator Springs fast pass goes in the first 20 minutes you're open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all gone. And I'm just – I still – amazed at that i'm like is it just there's nothing else to do here there's nothing you're willing to waste but even at 25 35 percent you know where most people are going to head to yeah i mean look i've watched i've I've walked on a little mermaid a lot yeah (laughs) no but even i think disneyland itself has a different atmosphere where i prefer it rather than dca oh yeah for me there's a different dca doesn't have much of anything that i really care about 
I like going hence to DCA. why they put Marvel in there. I like I like going to DCA. I like the atmosphere there, especially when you go through um, all the play things I won't go on. <laughs> when you go around uh, Soren and the Grizzly Bear Run, it's a great it's, and and you know I go there when they're doing the food fest and stuff. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you won't ride you won't ride Grizzly because of the drop, will you? Right, grizzly because it was a drop, and I don't really feel like being wet for nine, ten hours. <laughs> um, unless that oh, that first day I went to DCA when I went out before Shelly's wedding, hottest day of the year, like a buck four. Oh my god, hadn't been to an amusement park in twenty years. <laughs> I remember just walking in, just going, "Wow, this is nice." I'm gonna go stand in a bathroom because it's 110 degrees outside. <laughs> I wait to figure out where the hell Shelly is. The first thing I did there was was Midway Mania. And I was good, and then everything else. I'm like, yeah, I, don't know. I did Soren, and that was f- sort of fun. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Soren, you won't do. You won't. I've do. done. Uh, I've done Soren twice. I've you done Soren do twice, goofies. and I freaked out once. That was the one. That did was... you? Did you ride Goofies with us? No. Goofies that, really high. That's that that thing. thing is also it beats the crap out of you. So does Peter Pan. Yeah. But no, the end of like Peter this. Pan should be a, a registered chiropractor. You go, you go around one of those curves at the top, which you know there's no rails or anything around you. You're yeah. sitting on top, and you literally are jerked around the corner, and you slammed into the you know into yeah. the seat next to you, or whoever's sitting next to you. If they're you know, um, yeah. So it was you know really a long day to try to get Disneyland tickets, and a lot, yeah. of, and some people weren't lucky enough to get it, but. July, like I didn't even try because, com- and for me, it just it still would be very overwhelming for me to try to like just walk through a park and still be like just paranoid. The yeah, whole time. I think I think part of it is I mean we saw what happened with Disney World where it didn't seem like it. the first week seemed like this, mm-hmm. but remember Disney World cut its hours within four weeks of it opening because there wasn't enough people going to yeah. support being there. They cut staff and hours. I don't think we're going to see that here because it is. How long has Disney World been open now? Almost six months. At isn't least. It, isn't it open towards the end of last year, right? It was yeah. like... It was like September. Yeah, October, 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 October last year. October, October. And also part of that was because Florida's like, we don't care who dies. Yeah. <laughs> Go get sick. If all of the sick people die, no more sickness. Well, uh, but it's also DeSanchez, the governor there, is like, it's all a hoax. It's fake. I'm with Trump. Yeah. And, well, that was what I was saying. Um so I don't think you're going to see that here because yeah. there is something different for it. They did restrict it to California, uh, which Residence, is a, yeah. a good idea. I have a feeling that's the pass holder thing you're going to see. July is completely gone. Yeah, because everyone's well, yeah, out of school. Summer but there break. Was, but there was remember, still. remember, LAUSD is supposed to go back into the classroom. If yeah. they're not already, it's a year-round program. They don't get out till the end of June. Yeah, but see, a lot of June was still open. May was somewhat open. Actually, May was gone. It was starting to go. There was, like, when you got towards when school was actually getting out, there were still dates available. Yeah. But July, yeah, because it was completely... I haven't gone in July. I don't think... There for the heat. It'd be so hot, too, yeah. We went at the end of August once. I mean, so hot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was triple digits for the most part. We went through... At one point, we got on the train, and we go through the tunnel... I was like, oh, it's nice in the tunnel in the Grand Canyon and everything. And when we come out and the sky had gotten clouded over, it was like we went through a time warp. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> this is nice. And we went to DCA and we go down the Hollywood Street, mm-hmm. which is it's just a natural, like, just wind tunnel. Yeah, this oh, it felt so good. <laughs> I remember like, just doing the Michael Jackson thing, just like unbutton. <laughs> 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 
But it was. I mean, it's so well. It's, it's great so hot, and I can deal with heat. I mean, I it, I can really deal with it, especially mm-hmm. if you're moving. It's just like, look, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just hot, right? But when you're on the water ride and you're thinking about drinking the cancer water, <laughs> that's when it's really hot. <laughs> you're sitting there in in, in in small world going, that doesn't look too bad. At least it's clear. It's clear. Let me take a swig. How many amoebas are in this? Hold on, what's this one? No, that's cancer. Hold on. No, it's cancer. Huh? Oh, that's HIV. Huh? There's cancer. <laughs> What is this? This is COVID. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's new. That's yeah. new. Yeah. Which one of you kids brought that? Yeah. So I, I, July, I can't. It's see. so hot. It, it's I'm not gonna, amazing. I'm, is- I'm not going to pay full price to go and, and completely, you know, bake when I know I'm going to go again. When I went with, mm-hmm. again, when I went to, to DCA for Shelly's wedding, that was in September. Yeah. I mean, it was just like that weird, odd heat wave that we get here. You know, usually get one in February. Sometimes we get it in September. It was oh my god! I, I, that was the weirdest thing to be there. So damn hot, and we're watching because we went over to Grizzly Run when everybody went on. It was me and a couple other people in her party that didn't want to do it, and we're watching the kids at the bottom just get splashed. You know, like, those kids are the smartest human beings in this whole park because they're just sitting there on the railing with their arms just whoop, and then the wave comes over, and I'm like, that's not bad. We get inch closer, like the few of us are together, just waiting for the mist to hit you, and you're like, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Um well you won't be able to cuss while you're there anymore. You won't be able to curse either. Nobody uses cuss. Cuss, curse. It depends on where you, you are used, in the country. No, you used cuss when you were in elementary school. Like it's ooh, you're cussing. No. No one can say dirty language anymore. <laughs> you have to be like Steve Rogers. Boops. You can't use bad language. Yeah, what happens if you see boobs? <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to enforce that. There's nothing. There's so no way. there's right people now, that walk around the park and smoking cigarettes, and they're not getting the policy like, right now. I haven't. I don't know where you've seen that. I've, I've seen that. Twice. I've seen that a couple times. I've seen. I've seen people get stopped because I'm when before uh, Galaxy's Edge opened, we were on the end. That's at the end of Critter Country. We were there, and a guy was over there with a cigarette, and immediately two cast members came over and said, "You can't smoke here." Yeah. And they showed them where they're getting. You know, there like, is you the first there. time. Oh, I, I can't Matter of fact, here. Ethan, since you were there most of the time with us, <laughs> that's probably why we both saw him. Oh, the, fir- the first time I saw it was when they were walking out from the the tunnel connecting Galaxy's Edge to Critical Country. That's exactly where I was. And there's you know so that, apparently there's something that in there that makes people. There's that attendant that's underneath that little like you know cave or whatever. Sure. And. Two people just with cigarettes, and then they see the cast member, and they kind of just put it down by their side. Well, yeah, they know they're not supposed to. But when you're walking that close and you smell it, <laughs> it's like you don't think. Well, there used to be. You're not going to stop forty people walking out of galaxies. No, there wasn't forty it. people. It was just them two. Well, <laughs> when people again, when they were not, building, it's not Cali- like it's some sort of epidemic that everybody's smoking. It's not like when you used to be able to smoke in the park, and I went for grad night, and as soon as you walk through the the turnstiles. Everybody except yes. for me and white chocolate had cigarettes in their hand all of a sudden. You're on Pirates of the Caribbean and four people are smoking. Yeah. <laughs> those are those weird pictures from like the 60s and 70s. of people like on the ride, you know, like they're just starting the bobsled. Hello, you know, you were able to bring a gun, apparently. <laughs> able to, you know, you're it's a giant hole in the, in the glass of Honda But you Mansion. can't curse. Exactly. They're not going to enforce that. Yeah, I don't. It's see, just like when they tell you. you here's the problem with curse. The word with curse. When I think of you can't curse. Well, I can't throw a spell up. You know, I can't put. That's a, where it comes from. I know that. I know all that. those words were were words that were derived from things. Yes, that were I know. ended up cursing purple people. Mm-hmm. Purple. They were cursing purple. purple, and you really are cursing somebody when you say, yeah. you know, 
something. I feel like it, it's not going to be something where they're just going to immediately kick you out. That's you, what the policy states. It's going to be again, a cast member coming up to you. Be like, you're oh, not going to well, start kicking know. people out when you only have 25%. I capacity. don't see how you could do that. It's there. It's a recommendation. It's the same thing. If you're in Dodger Stadium, when Tommy Lasorda tells you, don't curse, which is part of the joke, because right. Tommy Lasorda had one of the filthiest mouths of anyone who wasn't incarcerated. Technically, you're not allowed to curse in Dodger Stadium. Right. You can curse as much as you want until the person in front of you goes to the usher and says, hey, I got a problem. I got a kid here, and the sure. guy behind me won't use the F word. Sure. I think it's there for that it sort won't, of thing. And he won't use the F word? He won't use the F word. Um, <laughs> he, he keeps using saying fornicate, and it was like, he needs to clean that up. Um it's the same thing as like don't scream on the roller coaster. You can't enforce that. Right. Well, right You're now they're trying, wanting everybody not to scream. They want everybody not to scream. They want everybody not to curse. Scream inside your heart. <laughs> I always love that little poster from from like Disney World Japan or something, and it's like yeah. you know, that was their slogan for the, for the thing. Scream inside your heart. <laughs> scream inside um, your heart. It'd be weird to see how many people not screaming find that it, it like. If you, could you imagine getting on a coaster and well, not you. Could you imagine getting on a coaster and nobody's screaming? It's just so totally quiet. That would be a bizarre experience. Yes, it would be a very interesting. So you, you sort of wonder if people are going, dude, we should really try that. Like that'd be cool. Like just, you're, you get on Matterhorn, you're like, okay, everybody, everybody, don't scream. Let's just try it. I want to see what this is like. Go. And just go through the whole thing with nobody screaming would be... I would do that. If right. I could get on, on Big Theater for that, like I can convince everyone, like, let's not scream. You would actually ride the ride for that? I've ridden Big Thunder three times. Have you? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Sit in the front. I have. That's the, that's the big, no. When you sit in the front, that was much better. The first time I sat, I sat in one of the back cars, so I don't know what's coming. It was all right. You know, it's okay. That that's nothing. And but I the understand front car that. bounces on the, the but track. the front car, you know what's going, where it's sure. going. That's that's the big thing for me. As much as anything else is not knowing where I'm going. Um, once you get the ride down yeah. for me, like the third time I rode it, I kind of know the track now, so I know what's coming or whatever. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but I enjoyed it. I want to do it in Paris. Really, really oh bad. Oh, my God. Paris looks amazing. I want to go under the river and up on its own island. That'd be so cool. I would totally do that. That would totally <laughs> be worth it. But, no, I'm not I'm not doing Credit Coaster anytime soon. Or uh, the, the Expedition Everest in, in Disney World that goes backwards. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. No Matterhorn for me because I don't I – I already paid enough to a chiropractor. I don't need Matterhorn. Can't see anything in Space Mountain. Not happening. Interesting. I enjoy all this. Anything with a drop, too. Can't do drops. I mean, it's a phobia at this point. So, even, I mean, even if you knew where the drops were happening Dude, on... Dude, Pirates bugs me. Does it really? Yes. I don't like that first drop in Pirates. Huh. Um, I don't have a segue to Winter Soldier. <laughs> you know who also well, doesn't like drops? Winter Soldier, because when his you know arm who drops might up, be at Marvel Land at DCA... <laughs> Here we nah, go. Nah, they're not putting either of them in. Come on. So one's, one's a commie spy and the other one's a black guy. Yeah, episode five of Falcon and Winter Soldier. El Cinco. Kind of blew Chris's theory completely out of the water. I don't know if it kind of blew. I can't say anything. <laughs> so you guys go ahead and discuss your theories. <laughs> so No, it's definitely a, a turn. After episode four, we got so much action. Oh yeah. We mm-hmm. get a fight. And then nothing. 
Well, that's I think that's I what think I enjoyed about this episode no, so it's, much. It's, it's still get, a really good there episode. There is so saying. much in this episode. There's a ton back. of there's a ton of stuff in this episode that moves that forward. It's surprising there's only one episode left, but it also it, it because the whole time that you're seeing the way that Bucky and Sam are together, it's always like, yeah, they're friends, but you know, like. You know, it, it's not like a great friendship, but it, and you know, no, this I, episode kind of solidifies them really becoming a team. And we also have to realize this was an '80s buddy cop episode. Well, you yeah. have to realize they they don't have any time together. Correct. We don't know what happened in the six months since everybody came back because it right. starts here. This this episode, or not this episode, the series starts roughly six months after they mention it at some point. Yeah. You know, I think Carly said something like six months ago, all these people came back. I think and, in yeah, the beginning like when he's doing the speech right. in the museum and they mentioned something right, about it, it be being like thing. three or four months or something. Like so, that. you know, outside of their time in Civil War, where they literally tell each other they hate one another. Yeah. And fighting in Wakanda and then fighting in upstate New York. That's it. That's the only time we've ever seen them together until, they, you know, they see Steve at the end when the shield is yeah. given to Sam and it's. It, Told in this episode that it Steve told Bucky, yes. So Steve told Bucky beforehand, "I'm going to give it to to Sam," because mm-hmm. we had wondered about that at the time. You know, it was like it feels like you know Steve. Or it's, uh, it feels Bucky like Bucky knew, knew whether it's intuition, knowing like he's never going to give it to me. He has to give it to Sam, or did Steve expressly say at some point? Because remember, it's it's he would. We think we, he knows the whole plan. Because he knows where Steve is. Right. Because at the end of Endgame, when he's looking at the bench and he says, Sam, not, not, he's like, I know to look at that bench because Steve told me, yes. when I go back, I'm not coming back. I'm going to be at that bench because I'm staying. I'm not coming back through the portal. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get the feeling in this that Steve is dead. Boy, that, I, I got that for sure because they mentioned Steve's gone yeah, Steve's like gone. two or three the times. The way that they, I, I said the same thing. I said, the way that they, keep talking about Steve, it feels like he died. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, it could be just like Steve's gone in terms of like the Steve we know as Captain America is gone. Yes. Because again, Steve never refers to himself as the Captain America. So when Sam says Steve is gone, Uh it's that who we knew as Steve in this modern time is gone. Yes, our he's Steve just, is yeah. gone. So, but, but it does feel like it also feels like he said he's dead. I mean, not only that, but the fact that you know they've gone gone ahead and moved forward with a new Captain America. You could think that you know they've already had this funeral for Steve or whatever, and it's time to get back to normal. Let's get a new Captain America to get in there. You know this and that. Kind of like we gave time for respect, to, you know, to Steve. Now we need a new Captain America to well, Remember, we're assuming this. that the world thinks that Steve never made it back from going back in time. Yeah. Correct. Like, he comes back, I guess. Well, they don't know what's happened to him at the end of the... Yeah, so, like, him staying wherever he is and living out his life to that point is known to, like, three people. Yeah. His wife or, you know, whoever. Sam and Bucky now know. You figure Dr. Banner knows, too. It's not like they went to the government and said, oh, no, he's he's alive. He's like 80. Right. He lives over there. You know, they're not going to tell the, the... Right. Because, again, I think you, you can see that with what, what happened to Isaiah, too. Now you have the chance as an old man, we can go get Steve and we can extract his blood and we can do whatever. We could never do that before because he's Captain America and he's going to fight us. And we've right. already seen how that turned out. So we're <laughs> not going to do that again. Um, so it, it, it can be taken both ways, but it does feel like in the inflection is that Steve passes away... So, and, you know, do we see that at some point? Do we see Stan and Bucky at his funeral somewhere? 
Or it was just a, it's an interesting line. Headstone or something. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting line yeah. of, of that, that idea that Steve was gone and what it actually means. It really does seem like they set up a lot of stuff to kind of assume that they want to do a season two. Oh, they're doing a season there, two. There's either a movie or a season two or something coming. Yeah. Because they have introduced way too much. There's a lot of stuff, and I, and I said... Like I said in the thread, I feel like this and Hawkeye are the mm. easiest to make a second season out sure. of everything that's, yeah. a, that's, that's been announced so far. Because this is, I mean, they're all mission-based. So if a year from now we get Falcon and Winter Soldier 2, you know, AIM Boogaloo, well, now we're going after AIM. <laughs> now we're going after this. Now we're going to, or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of spaces that you can fill. Because, again, knowing we have 45 minutes to an hour left... There's a lot happening just There's, in this episode alone. You have the Sharon stuff. What's going? Yeah, you know. yeah. With, then you have you have uh, what's going on with Carly. Now that we have the Leaper with her, that's our Leaper. The Leaper. I'm not back here to fight your revolution. I just want some cash. <laughs> I want to beat up uh, Captain America. We have that going on. We have still have stu- unfinished stuff with Bucky. Now we have Captain Sam. Um, with the montage, gonna learn to be Julia, Julia, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. We'll talk about that later, but that's in there. And you know what's going on with John Walker? So let's do it. Uh, well, and well, and then you can also add still the world as it relates to the blip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I mean that's the sub thing from that they're not going to solve the blip in this. No, I think the GRC is going to be a part of whatever is coming forward. I think you're going to see yeah. it in Hawkeye. You're mm-hmm. going to see it in She Hulk. You're going to see it in whatever live action they have. The GRC is now like S.H.I.E.L.D., like HYDRA, like AIM, like whatever. Sword. An organization mm-hmm. within this world that has an agenda. Um, and we see them not being the best people in the world, rounding up refugee camps. Do you think you figured out who's in charge of the GRC? It's Mephisto. <laughs> Obviously. You couldn't figure that out? <laughs> it's totally Mephisto. The guy that Bucky kills is or Bucky. The guy that uh, that Walker kills that's Bla- that's Blackstone, and that's why Mephisto oh, wants a revenge okay. on him because he's mm-hmm. like, "You killed my demon son." Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to do. There's a lot of the only way I can see them kind of. I don't think they can you know straighten out every loose end. But maybe the main points is as soon as this episode starts, it goes. It, there's no oh, yeah. like. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's totally seeing a convergence of different things. Especially the way the we're gonna, episode we're gonna ended. See, we're going to see whatever the end of the Flag Smashers is. As much as the end of Hydra was in Winter Soldier, that's what we'll see next week. Right. What Whether Carly gets captured or killed or changed or whatever, that's what we're getting next week. The, the, the fate of the other super soldiers in her group, that's next week. Um. It seems like Zemo's off the table, which is kind of interesting. It seems like Sharon's not coming to the United States anytime soon. I'm surprised with Sharon's. Sharon's surprise? Yeah. It was kind of... I, I, She's not in it enough. No. But I thought she was going... I, I, I really thought she was going to be working with Falcon and Winter Soldier together more often. And she may be as when you get a season two. Yeah, that's no, why I this, say like, no, yeah, there's, there's a lot. To... There's a ton of stuff set up. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. think there's any reason that this can't get a season two. I mean, even one envisions tough to do a season two because we don't know uh, Vision's fate. 
Yeah. But obviously they give you something at the end that could be a season two, or we know that a movie's coming that she's in, so that might that get taken care of there. But they set up an idea, like, we can do a season two with these. You can do a season with any characters. Yeah. You know, Hawkeye can have a season one where they're, they're it's a lot like Matt Fraction's run with, uh, with Kate and him, and then you do season two and it's just Kate. Yep. You know, That's what I think will happen anyway. Yeah, you'll do Kelly Thompson's thing where she goes to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki can get a second season if you don't take him out of the time agency or whatever he's in. Or you make him a kid. You've talked about Kid Loki a couple of times, the, the possibility of... I, see, I, I think so that's... Many, a, so many people are thinking Young Avengers is coming as a TV totally. series. I don't think it's coming as a TV series. There's too many great characters in there that... I, I don't know if it's coming as a TV series, but I know you, there's you, something coming. you probably do something at some point. You, you know what you do? You do it as a miniseries. Like you, you, you did with Defenders. I don't think they're going to do anything like like Netflix. No, doing. but you know what I mean. No. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, you some, do people, a one... some people are talking about the next 10 years of Marvel in the next year. Yeah. That's the other thing where guys are just like, oh, yeah, we're going to get 40 seasons of all of these in the next two years. Like, that's not how this works. <laughs> you know, we probably won't see a Winter Soldier second season until 2023, 24. You know, it's not going to be as fast as The Mandalorian because there's other stuff they're working on. She-Hulk gets a second it, season. But see, all the, also, that, all that depends on if if the, if Disney execs said, you know what? We loved the reaction we got from Falcon and Winter Soldier. We need another season make it happen then they're going to go okay now we got to move this here put this and then okay i think originally these were all they said these were going to be like one and dones you know with one season and done i i I, i'm sure it was open that was the plan it's the same thing you know it's it's the mandalorian it wasn't a surprise we got a season two but i'm sure in their heads they're going we're not going to announce season two because we don't want to tell everybody there's already going to be a season two just in case season one somehow doesn't doesn't work right it bought I mean, you believe in your creation but you've also seen so many so much great entertainment that doesn't resonate with fans right. and gets canceled especially on common on cartoon work network um so you're open to it i'm sure kevin feige is sitting there going i'm sure all these guys are signed to a second season you know just because again if it doesn't happen cool we don't pay you if it does well, you don't sebastian stan is like yeah i'm i'm down let's go but you also don't bring somebody in like Julia, Julia Louise Dreyfus for two episodes. JLD. If even two. I don't think she's in the next episode. Right. Maybe at the end. I don't know. I was fast. Well, but I'm saying, you know, it has to be at least two. Because they had said, they had said like the week before there was the thing out, like there's a, there's a cameo character coming that's connected. And it's not the character that's going to surprise you. It's the person playing it. So I'm watching that scene and I'm like. Is that Julia Louis Dreyfus? <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. Well, you couldn't tell by the way she was talking when she first came out talking. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, when she first starts walking, you hear the yeah. heels, and I'm like, oh, I wonder who this is going to be. Is that oh, it is. Who's she mm-hmm. playing? And she says her name like, oh, oh. Well, okay. also, did you see that? You can see the hair too. The hair, from what I remember, is actually wrong. It's green streak. White. Is it? Hers is purple in this. But it was white. Well, purple was. Uh, I remember her as white. No, but there was another character that was in Shield um, that had the purple streak, and they used her in Agents of Shield, like in the second episode, second season. I don't think it's her. No, it's not the same yeah. character. That's why. But this character, as soon as she started saying her name, I was like, "Well, yeah, that <laughs> that tells you right there she is." No, it's cool. Yeah, you've seen stuff coming, you know. 
And then the the mid credit scene where you see John Walker uh, building a shield. I'm surprised it wasn't it wasn't black. I was wondering that too myself. He didn't do it in black and white. Like the I wonder if he's doing it because it's like, well, they took it away from me, so I'm just going to be Captain America, and then yeah, kind yeah, of no, that's evolved what it is. into what I'm saying, the U.S. agent US though is, agent. is black, white, and red. Right. And so I was surprised to not see black in the shield because the blue the blue circle in the no, shield. No, that's what I'm wondering black. is he's trying to replicate Captain America and then realizes you know I can't be Captain America, so he just well, scraps well, I, it. I think that I think part of the reason that they did it in blue for that was to throw you off and to think, make you think, you know, at this point he is still going to be Captain America and they may say, or the steel is darker too. So what if, you know, whatever fight they're going to have, the paint peels off and just becomes, well, the other, mm, like black. I think, I, I think you get, he'll be standing there with the red, white and blue shield and maybe a red, white and blue outfit. And they'll say, you know, they'll change it. You can't be Captain America. You can't wear those colors or he, Something will happen where he won't wear those colors. Well, wherever he goes after this, maybe he can't wear those colors. But it was funny as I'm thinking about it. You have an you have an episode which tells you they'll never let Captain America be black, right? And you have a character who would wear Captain America's costume, but all the blue colors would be black. So your Captain America is black, in that his costume is black. Mm-hmm. Yes, there, but there would never be an African American. I, I know what what the thing is. Yes, but the the symbolism of the idea of who U.S. Agent was. Oh, yeah. Because he yeah. wasn't Captain America. He was something different. Right. Because they would never let Captain America be black. He also would never put him in a black suit. Now, you get the stealth suit and everything in here. But it's just kind of knowing the history of John Walker in the comics and the yes. U.S. Agent comics, I thought it was an interesting thing I thought of as I'm watching him build the shield mm-hmm. and going, he's going the U.S. Agent route. I'm wondering if he's going to wear that same costume. Yeah. You know, change the colors. And then that line from Isaiah came into my head. Yeah. Of... They'll never let Captain America be black. Well, they're not letting they're not letting John Walker be Captain America anymore. Right. Also, like like return the shield, and you guys have no idea where it is, do you? <laughs> but the, the other side of that was, I was thinking, it's not the government property. This is Stark Tech. Yeah, and not even that. It technically it, the Smithsonian owns it because it's uh, Sam gives it to them. Smithsonian's not a government museum. It's not like a government-owned museum; it's privately owned. I think it is. Right? No, I think uh, it is. Is it? I believe because it's the it's the official it's the museum national, of the United yeah. States. Mm. Because I think like the Constitution is is Constitution in the Smithsonian or is it in no? Is it's in the it's in the the White House? Not the White House, but it's in the Capitol. Yes, House, isn't it? Yes. But even then, I think it's its care is run by the Smithsonian. Mm. Possibly because the Smithsonian is seven different museums. Right. And, and it's broken up into those seven. You know, like here, the Natural History Museum in L.A. is like you have a paleontology department, you have an archaeology department, you have whatever. Right. There, the Smithsonian, every museum is its own. The Museum of Natural History is is under the Smithsonian. The Museum of Air and Space, you know, Space and Air, mm. Air and Space Museum of the Smithsonian is run by them. But I, I always think, thought they were privately owned. I think it's, it's run like a private institution, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's government. I believe it's a government institution. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we have Sam turn in the shield, and the next thing you know is a senator, and you know, showing the guy from up being Captain America with the shield. <laughs> so it's something where they could legally remove it from, from, uh, from that display. Yeah, but it was technically not a. It government. was on loan. Because also, Steve didn't work for the government. Yeah, you know. Well, the way that they did it is Steve worked for Shield. Steve worked for Shield. Yes. Yeah. And the Avengers were a private institution. 
Yes. So he he was he was because the captain was he was actually a captain in Shield. Everyone you see in Winter Soldier, he's working for Shield. He's not mm-hmm. working for the U.S. military, right? Right. He's not working for the U.N. He's working for Shield. No. And then the Avengers are a private institution that's run with Tony's money. Yes. When we get to Civil War, that's what it is. Like your private institution that basically flaunts all the laws of of the of not only the United States but the entire world. Every world agreement. Like you just walked into Africa and blew up a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. because somebody went after something and we didn't let the um, um, what's the country? No, what's the country that they're in? With the L. Oh my God! I want to say Laos, but it's not Laos. No. Oh God! And they mentioned it in uh, in Rwanda. Um, Lagos. Lagos. Yes, like Lagos. We didn't let the 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 Lagos military or the Lagos police deal with Crossbones. We decided to go there, following Crossbones, and stop him from getting this virus. We thought he was going to attack whatever building before that. Yeah. And what so, they don't tell you is that that's not a sanctioned mission by any governing body. You know, it's not like the military, right. like the U.S. military to sending or the CIA sending a hit team in there. Right. It's just people that decided we're going to be here and we have the means. We have a, a Quinjet. We know where we can go. People will, you know, get out of our way when we do this. You notice that Rhodes is not a part of that mission. Yeah. He's not on that team. The vision is left home because the vision could lay waste to that country if he really wanted to. Because they, they take this kind of covert team of these action heroes that aren't sanctioned. And that's Steve's. Well, there, Steve wants Rody actually worked for the. He, Rody's still in the military, but his his missions as as War Machine were for the government. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he works for the Air Force. Right, he's, he's still a member of the Air Force. He's brought there. He's brought into there as a special counsel that end up. You know, there's like, well, we need this firepower out here because Steve's gone crazy. Yeah, and we want somebody to be able to take him down. And now that's why he's the one that arrests him. It's also like we got to get him into the movie more. Um. So apparently Sokovia's gone. It's just a statue now. I think that part of it is. I mean, it's a town. It's not like they destroyed the entire country. I think it wasn't Sokovia basically that that was no, the whole. That's not a country. That yeah. wasn't. It wasn't the whole thing that he lifted up. It was a part of. It was a part of. It's the like country. the capital. Yeah. Okay. It just seemed like it. there's a big yeah there's a big empty space there because you're not going to rebuild when that, that thing falls back down. I know. just kept thinking, you know, well, it's also he mentions the fact that the pieces of Sokovia were were taken up by Sokovia doesn't exist as a country anymore. Right is is the thought. More than likely, it's whatever that zone is is a almost like the Vatican where it's its own piece. Nobody claims any sort of sovereignty over that piece. Because the way that Zemo describes it before, when they're walking down the street, is that all the neighboring countries came in mm-hmm. because there's no infrastructure. And this huge piece of your, if we say it's the capital or whatever, they they, they weren't able to do anything. And right. so whoever was to the south grabbed all the stuff to the south up to this city. The west, the east, the north, they just kind of carved up the pieces of this place that had fallen apart. So Sokovia doesn't exist as a country anymore. This one piece of it may be now the only thing that you would call a Sokovia, and nobody lives there. And there's so a maybe your it. theory of it becoming another country within the MCU could actually happen. Be really, really small, really small, unless he takes back the what other was pieces. used yeah. to be Sokovia, yeah, and that could be why he becomes so powerful and so villainous, I guess. Um, I loved the. I loved when they were, you know, playing catch with the shield. 
<laughs> yeah. I, it would have been, to me, it would have been better because you know how you have the montage of Sam learning to catch the shield? Mm-hmm. Don't get a montage. It would have been better if he would throw it, Bucky catches, and then hands it. Not like the way he, they did it. The he, they they did it. he did it. That's kind several. of what they he did. He did it several yeah. times like that, but there were a couple times when Sam did catch it. Uh, I My feeling from that is that he didn't know where it was going to go. He didn't intentionally throw it to Bucky. He would hit the the tree, and then it, it would, would go come back. To, and yeah. He, yeah, instead of coming back to him, it came back to Bucky. So it's still him but, learning but, because he threw it really well, and then all of a sudden he can't throw it at all when right. you're watching the montage after. And I was like, well, maybe he's they're not exactly you know you're not bouncing the ball off of the the, the garage door, and it, you do it at an angle so that it goes to the guy next to you. Right. He was throwing it. Sometimes it went back towards him. Sometimes it went back towards towards Bucky. It was interesting, though, that, you know, it would go to the other person. Both of them have been, you know, in, yeah. in cap, or they've been cap in the comics. Okay. So the Smithsonian Institution is a trust instrumentality of the United States, composed as a group of museums and research centers. So it is, it, it's, a, it's a, basically the country owns it as a trust. Mm-hmm. So whatever organizational that's in it, they're sort of autonomous. It's not like the president of the United States can tell the Smithsonian to shut down. Yeah. But at or the same hire time, people. yeah, I'm sure they have to set or appoint people. Yeah, it's kind of like the post office. Then its annual budget is around 1.2 billion, with two thirds coming from annual federal appropriations. Other funding comes from institutions, endowment, institutions, endowment, private corporate contributions, membership dues, earned retail concession, licensing, revenue. Additional facilities located in Maryland, yeah. Mostly located in the district community. 19 museums. Wow. Term the nation's attic for its collection of 154 million items. The institution's 19 museums, 21 libraries, 9 research centers, and a zoo include historical and architectural landmarks mostly located in the District of Columbia. There's That's a road okay. trip. Dude, I want to do the Simpsonian so bad. The Simpsonian. I have to go to the Simpsonian, too. The thing, like, when Mikey went to Washington, he said, you can just go to the Smithsonian for the whole week. Like, oh, yeah. You won't, you won't go anywhere else. Yeah. Like, dude, I'd walk into their dinosaur hall and die. <laughs> like, I want to go back. It's, they redid the dinosaur halls in, in New York years ago, too. And I haven't been there since 2001. And even when I went then, I made it through the Jurassic part of it and then realized I had been there for four hours. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I still got two more periods in the Mesozoic to go? And we're supposed to leave in an hour. This sucks. <laughs> Anything else about the episode? Nothing we can talk about. <laughs> Mr. Breeze. <sighs> it was a good episode. Mm. It was a good episode. There's a lot of, you know, him and his sister. You finally kind of get the sister story coming back. Um, Bucky's going to plow her. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Yep. It's so obvious. Yep. Um, but I'm excited see to see the, the suit. Yeah. that It took me a while. So I was like. What is he getting from Wakanda? What is he getting? And then it's there. And I'm like, oh. At first, I thought Sam's partner, you know, the, that was in the military, was going to fix it and make a new one. Mm. He's not but, making that one. But then when, yeah, that's true. And he still could. But then when Bucky said, I got to get something. You don't know who he is, do you? Who? His partner. The military oh, I, It's bugging me. I, I, okay. It's bugging. I know he he's someone, but I'm, I can't. I'm, it's bugging me, you know. I was waiting for you to say it, and you didn't. And that's interesting. You don't know who he is. I specifically, I don't know who he is right now. I'm, I'm, I you know. don't know who he is. Like Ethan doesn't know who who uh, Julia's character is. No, you know it's something, but you don't know what it is. 
His name has meaning. Yeah, I know. You don't know who it is. Yeah. That, that's exactly what it is. He knows that, that Contessa means something. He's assuming it means something. And now that we've told him it does mean something. So. Yeah, I guess, I guess yeah. it could be. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. So anyways, it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. All right. You so, love that episode because there's a bunch of Bucky in it. Totally. I think it's interesting that Wakanda arrests Zemo. I'm not surprised. So they said they're taking him to the raft. That's true, huh? Yeah. The raft must be a part of the World Council, though. You imagine Wakanda's a part of the World Council. Sure. Because well, see... it seems like it's still operating, even though... Yeah, isn't, is not is there someone from Wakanda in Endgame in the, yes. the briefing? Yeah. Okoye. It's Okoye, right? Yes. Yeah. What if Okoye is the head of Wakanda during the blip? I think she is. That'd be interesting. Maybe. She has to be, because... She doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to be, but... Nobody else in there is actually a, a world leader. Right, but she she's could be also the head the... Of, of she, she could be the head of the military, security, whatever you want. Whoever whoever is is the queen, king, queen, governing body, she would be like their secretary of defense. Or would it be Angela Bassett? That could be who's running. Yes, we don't know who blipped. Right, you know, we know that Mbaku mm-hmm. did. Yes, because we see him start to disappear. So it's not Mbaku. So we don't know. We we assume we know Shuri, Shuri did, and we know that um, well, Shuri's on on Shuri's on the poster. The, but it's, yeah. you can throw the poster away. It's it's not canon. If they if they told you the the beginning of Black Panther two that she didn't blip, okay. No, I mean she. You see her on the screen when they're looking at all the people that have blipped. Shuri is one of those people that are, are oh, is missing. It? Okay, so it is in the movie. Okay, got, so, it. got it, got it, got it. Yeah, maybe she went underground. <laughs> She just blipped. or they're just they're just going to ignore it. Like I mean, it's happening in a couple places. Yeah, where they're just like, oh, we expected Chadwick Boseman to still be alive. Mm. So, but I I figured she was the head of whatever the because my thought was you get to the end of Black Panther, which is very close to Infinity War, mm-hmm. and it's Wakanda's taking its role as a world power and a world leader. Right. So of course during the blip they would be a major part of whatever they're doing to try and fix the world, define this thing, and the security of the world would be up to them as well. Because sure. you figure all those weapons are very important to mm-hmm. a lot of nations now because the, the destabilization of that sort of thing, if you're sitting there and because it's fair, it's half, it's not like you're going to, well, half of Germany and half of France and half of England. No, if you take Europe's population, what if most of German, Germany's population blipped, but mm-hmm. a bunch from France didn't? And a bunch from England didn't. And after a few years, you're like, well, there's nobody in France. Let's go take land from France. Yeah. Oh, there's nobody in Germany. Let's go take land. So she would be a part of whatever this council is that that the Black Widow is a part of, slash head of, which is really a world security council, which is exactly what it was before. But instead of a whole bunch of old white dudes from different countries, it's actual heroes. action heroes. Yeah. All over the place. I couldn't. It's like well, it's I know also other there. countries all yeah. part of it. And, and you know, the original one seemed like it was just like, you know, maybe the superpower countries that were yeah. kind of deciding. I mean, you, but now you, it's you like, figure one of them. But that wasn't just a Pakistan. world council. That was the galactic council because yeah, because you had Captain America's in it and Rocket. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel's in it and Rocket. But yes, the world council that you see before that, especially in uh, Winter Soldier, is we know one of them's from Pakistan because it's the way that that yes. That, um, Pierce tells him, he's like, what if they took your daughter into the middle of Mumbai or whatever? Yeah. Uh, well, he also looks Pakistani. You figure he's either Pakistani or Indian, one or the right. other. Yes. I mean, the idea someone being, from that region. Someone, if, if you could stop them taking your daughter 
to be executed in a soccer stadium and you want to, so, you know, and he mentions a place that's in those two countries and yeah. kind of just making an yeah. assumption. So from that, then yes, the raft would probably be a world max prison where, you know, because it, it seems to imply that a lot of borders fell during the blip. It sounds like people, almost all borders fell. They needed to be, you know, Europe needs to be one place mm-hmm. because there's just not enough people in each one. And so you would have sort of a world, you know, you have a world peacekeeping, whatever. It's like if the UN had a bigger right. charter. That's what I figured. They're more like a peacekeeping. Yeah, because the UN can't arrest anybody. But let's say we take the UN and the UN has mm-hmm. a, a constabulary mandate. Right, that they can arrest and jail people, mm-hmm. then that still exists to some degree. And Ao is taking her him to the raft. That's probably the last. It's thing. interesting though that he's going to the raft because that's not where he was imprisoned before. No, I think we'll see him break out. I have a feeling. Well, the thing about it, we don't know. Or he who doesn't else even is, get to it. But we also don't know who else is at the raft. Michael Keaton. No, he's in Rikers. He is now. <laughs> he may not be at this point. What if they put the vulture in there? What if they put no he's dead? What if they no he's dead? No, they put the no he's dead. Yeah, Max. Then they have, he's dead. And then well Stain could no he's dead. Um Claw could no he's dead. Uh oh, no, all the other villains are dead. Every single one of them. Yep. Everybody The only ones that survived are the Spider Man ones. Just about. Because all all of the Spider Man's one all Spider Man ones have survived so far. That's probably something with Sony. <laughs> no, right? Sony's like, please don't kill these villains. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap we're things up. We're going to make a Vulture movie. <laughs> make sure to check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Also at Twitter, Nerdables Show, and on Instagram as Nerdables. <laughs> For Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next time.